When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, War Report family? We are back with another great edition of Building Report. Today, we have a very special guest, former Auburn defensive tackle, Derek Brown, joins us. Derek, thanks for joining us, man. Appreciate you having me. Well, Derek, I want to kick the interview off asking you a little bit about going to Auburn and your decision to choose Auburn. Uh, you were highly recruited out of high school, could have gone anywhere in the country. You chose Auburn. What was so special about Auburn that made you choose them over all the other choices that you had? Uh, you know, when I got when I got ready to come into school, uh, you know, Coach G was there, Coach Malzahn. And, you know, I just loved the school. It wasn't too far away from home, but it wasn't too close. So, uh, you know, hmm. that's that was uh, part of me making the decision. And, uh, you know, I just, you know, I felt like that was the – that was the right decision at the time, you know, especially, with, you know, you know, my parents for guidance and then, you know, it paid off for me. And then uh, in the in the era of NIL, Derek, would you uh, do you think NIL today, as it is for athletes today, would have influenced your decision on where to go to school? Um, I don't know if it would influence it, but I mean, it would have been something nice to have. You know, I think back, uh, you know, during the time of when, like. I was getting uh, my scholarship check, and it was, it was like Bitcoin and stuff like that. It was like a couple, couple hundred dollars, a grand, a couple grand. I was like, boy, if I could get one of those NFL deals, I may be living a whole different situation right now. Uh, Derek, uh, can you talk about the transition from high school into college? Just like what was the main thing um, that was a difference for you? I mean, you were a physical specimen coming out of high school, but what was the, the transition like from high school into playing in the SEC? Uh, it was tough, man. When I um, when I first came, left high school, like I came in college at like three thirty four. Like by the end of that summer, like Coach Russell and his staff had me like three oh three. So I mean, mm-hmm. it was that. Uh, but you know, it was it was also it was more so of a, you know, once you got adjusted to the physical, it was more of the mental the mental aspect of it because college football is a grind. Um, mm-hmm. People don't understand that. And, you know, you get to see. You know, we always call the work behind the curtains. Um, you always get to see the show, but it, it's a lot of go- work that goes on into that show. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you said so. You actually dropped weight. Oh, like a lot after, of it. Uh, uh, is was that the intent for you to drop weight, or was it just you adjusting to the training? Nah, you know, I think it was my first time ever being in a system where we were just pick up and go, and it was every day. So I mean, it was. You know, no, it was just all. It was more so about you know. I look back on it now, like when I was going through it, I didn't really appreciate it. But you know, I, I call my straight coach now from college, and I'm like, hey man, like you know, asking them these different things, and you know, it's 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 one of those things that you know I understand at the time it was more so to get me mentally ready than it was ever about the physicality part of it. Mm. So, oh, what's what's your playing weight right now in the in the league? I play like three twenty five. Okay, so you're back up a little bit more. Yeah, well, I, I hope I think they try to think of myself. I put it on the right way, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. 
Okay, Derek. So you chose you chose Auburn over a myriad of other choices. Uh, you get the school, and you played on what a lot of fans believe is one of the best defenses that we've had over the last 20 years in that 2019 defense. Now, we know how the season turned out, but you went up against Heisman Trophy winner Joe, Joe Burrow and held LSU to their lowest uh, point total output of the season in a year where they broke almost every offensive record in college football. What about, what made that defense so special, and, and what made that unit so tough? Um, you know, it, it was honestly, you know, the guys from our class, our senior group, um, you know, I felt like we took leadership of that of that defense. But, I mean, it's easy to play when you're playing with people that feel like family. Like, you feel like these are your blood brothers. It's easy to be able to go in and do your job. It's, you don't have to worry about nobody having your back because you know. You don't have to think it. You know what's going to happen. And, you know, whenever something bad happens, you know, all right, whatever. We're going to go get it the next time. And you know, I think that was just the – that was the attitude we had. Like, you know, we, we didn't care. Like, it's it just what it was. And we were going to do our thing. Um, you know, never well, – we, Coach Steele and Coach G and, you know, our defense coach staff, they used to always tell us, you know, we don't worry about what the offense does because at the end of the day, that's, you know, you control what you can, what you can control. So mm-hmm. when we were uh, on the field, on the sideline, man, you know, Bad things happens, turnover happens. I mean, it's like, you know, being a firefighter. Like, they don't, you're not supposed to ask all these questions. You're just supposed to show up and put the fire out. So, I mean, that's that was our approach on it. Um, no matter what situation we were in, you know, whether it was the Iron Bowl or, you know, playing against Tulane. Um, it was just, you know, it was, I don't even know, man. It was just, you know, from that jump of the season, like, we had goals and aspirations. And, you know, even when we realized that we would not be able to reach them, we, we were going to ball out every week regardless. Mm. Uh, I like the fire fighter fighter analogy. Uh, so, I mean, I, they don't keep the camera on the sideline the whole game. But w- was it a thing where you're walking over to the offense and being like, we got it. Hold my beer. I'll, I'll be right back. I, know, I mean, I, I think it was more so, you know, because when they're on the field and, um, you know, we get ready to go out there. We're on completely different sides of the sideline. So, I mean, it's just like, you know, it's a turnover uh, first day up. So, I mean, we just run out there and, you know, we compose ourselves and, you know, whatever happens, happens. You know, if if you if balls turn over in the red zone, you know, high possibility for a touchdown, but being able to stop teams in the red zone and you kicking field goals at the end of the day, defense is winning that way. Mm-hmm. Three is a lot better than six, so. <laughs> right, I feel that. All right, so you talked about the brotherhood and the camaraderie amongst a lot of the senior guys. Uh, talk to me about the decision to come back for your senior season because, listen, you know, I'm – we, we're, this is an Auburn fan channel. We weren't around as a fan channel then, but uh, trust me, a lot of fans just knew we weren't going to see you back for your senior year. So talk to me about that decision to come back and try to go after that last hurrah with that senior group. Um, you know, when I got ready to you know make that decision, I had just had my son. Um, so I took some time out the bowl game. And, you know, part of me wanted to leave, um, you know, just talking to other guys on the team, seeing what they wanted to do. It was um, it was a hard decision, man. To be honest, because you know, sitting there, and, you know, uh, just I don't even know. It was it was a confusing few days, and um, you know, I always told my mom and daddy though. You know, I sat down with my mom and daddy and talked. And I told him, you know, once my mind's made, my mind's made. Like I'm giving 110 percent whether I declare for the draft or whether I go back to school. Um, and you know, my ultimate decision was to go back to school, and uh, you know, it had a lot to do with my teammates that were coming back. You know, we had finally got a chance to be able to be, you know, the big dogs, the seniors, the leaders. And, 
you know, we were able to do a lot of special things that year that we, you know, we'll never be, we'll never forget. So, um, you know, most of the guys on the team now, you know, most of the guys from defense, I see sometimes when I'm playing against them, um, yeah. when they come up, when they come into the house to visit, or you know, we swinging by to see them uh, here and there places, and uh, you know, it's just that brotherhood that we built there won't ever be forgotten. You know, we. We we loved each other like brothers. We fought like brothers. We got mad at each other like brothers. But at the end of the day, like, well, you be mad at me all you want, but you know, you still know we family at the end of the day. Right. Mm-hmm. What do you remember? What your draft eval was like that year? Were they giving you first round round grade, second round grade your junior year? I think I had like a late first round grade. Okay, so I mean that was a tough decision to decide to come back while you're getting a first round grade. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it ultimately played paid off though. I mean, you got drafted much higher than. Definitely. After you came back, for sure. Mm. And you know the one thing; those draft grades, man, they don't mean nothing. To be honest, because mm. you know it's you can get whatever draft grade you want to, but I mean, you know, you see guys that's supposed to go here or there, but I mean, that's it's cool. And some company getting paid to do that stuff, but at the end of the day, like it's it come night of, you know, you won't know until you know. Right, mm-hmm. Derek. Uh, today's student athlete is making cake, and I can't help but think. Derek Brown on NIL might have had a chance to earn quite a bit of money. Uh, hypothetically speaking, if you had had a chance to take advantage of NIL and you had a COVID year, so you got a six-year of eligibility, do you think that would have played into your decision to come back to school? Nah, nah, I don't know about going back for a six-year, but uh, <laughs> you know that's a that's a long time in college yeah. football. Um, you know, I definitely look at NIL, you know, I think it's for the best. Um, you know, sometimes I see some situations where it's kind of like uh, it's more so it's it's becoming bribery in a way. Um, and I mean, you know, I get it. I get it 100 percent. You know, it's like work. You're going to go to the highest bidder. I mean, I ain't, I'll never hate on nobody for it. Mm. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited for the guys that's getting these deals, man. It's especially, you know, I'm not seeing very much high tension from other guys who aren't getting as big of deals. I mean, I see these guys supporting with each other, uh, one another and Auburn. And uh, I, I love seeing it, man. I love seeing the work be transferred into, you know, financial benefits. So, Derek, uh, just coming to coming back to your playing time at Auburn, um, we talked a little bit before we got on camera about um, some of the guys that are currently still on the roster or have just recently transitioned to the NFL that were on that 2019 team that we were talking about. Uh, how close are you? Do you still keep in touch with them? Do they, you know, bend your ear for uh, advice, any of that stuff? How much do you really keep in contact with some of the younger guys that were on that team for when you're seeing from your senior year? I tell you this, you know, once you're my teammate, you're always my brother. And, uh, you know, I, I say that with open arms because, you know, even, even now, like I'm, I'm in the league. I, I got guys call me like, "Hey, DB, what you think about this? What you think about that?" And you know, I'm gonna always be open. To that. I mean, I always get to the phone, but I'll always, I'll always call back. And uh, you know, whether it's Derek Hall, Kobe, you know, they were freshmen. They were mm-hmm. freshmen when I was there, and uh, you know, just seeing them, you know, grow up. Like Roger McCray, I was talking to somebody out there. I was like, man, like that's Lil Raj, man, to me. So you know, seeing yeah. Roger grow up, and you know, the Titans getting him another day, that's a special moment, you know. Like I told you, like I see him like my brother, like my little brother. So like that's that's special for me to be able to see that. Um, you know, Smoke, Bordarius, um, all those guys transitioning, and you know like D Hall, Kobe. Um, I'm trying to think who else is playing. Chandler Wooten mean, was on that team. Yeah, uh, linebacker. Chandler Wooten was on that team. 
I think Pritchett who was on that team with you guys. Um, yeah, Lenny Meyer. He, Lenny Meyer, he wasn't Nehemiah now. I'll tell you that much back then. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, love, I love it, man. I love getting to see those guys grow up and uh, play and, you know, find their own, like, home in this thing because, you know, once you find your place and you find what you do well and what you do, and, you know, what you do all right, you know, you'll know to stay away from that side, you know, because I'm doing this great on this side. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, man, I, I, I just get excited, you know, sitting there watching the game, you know, as, as much as I can. <laughs> you know, I try to hope they play a little bit earlier, you know, on Saturdays because uh, it was nighttime game. They would be in the hotel, so I don't necessarily get a chance to see all of them. Young athletes need the tools for success on the field and on the court. And now more than ever, in the arena of business. In the new era of name, image, and likeness, Athletic Architects is here for young athletes and parents to help prepare for your financial futures. Let Athletic Architects start helping you build your house. Visit buildthehouse.com and let's build together. Derek, uh, seventh round pick in the 2020, I'm sorry, seventh round, seventh overall pick in the 2020 draft. I, I demoted you pretty bad. There. <laughs> uh, and um, you, I mean, you experienced something that only a few guys every year uh, in all of football get to experience in being a top 10 pick in the NFL draft. What advice do you have for kids making that jump from college to the NFL? And what were the biggest adjustments you had to make jumping from college to the NFL? Uh, Man, I had to learn how to study football. Um, You know, I I did what I did in college. And, you know, it was, you know, once you get to the league, I realized all that stuff's behind you. Um, You know, sadly to say, uh, it's almost like uh, when you get here, it's, it's a fresh, it's a brand new start. Um, you go into a new coaching staff, um, you, you go into a whole new system, um, and you got to be able to, you know, think on the quick, um, you know, guys transfer, uh, you know, coming in, I mean, coaches in the NFL love guys that work hard. I mean, you see all the great players and stuff, and you know, they're not that good because they sit at the house all day on the, on the couch, man. They, they're good because they get out there and they do it while nobody's watching them. And, um, you know, all the guys, you know, from our, uh, from Auburn that are getting uh, the opportunity right now, and, you know, only Roger got drafted, but a lot of guys are still getting invites and, you know, getting signed. And, uh, you know, a lot of my teammates, T.D., Bordarius, former teammate uh, Tyrone Truesdale, um, you know, those guys, man, you know, I love it just being able to see it because, you know, even when they text me and be like, hey, man, like, you know, I'm a little discouraged. I'm like, for what? You know, some of the best, some of the, a lot of the Hall of Fame is full of guys that, what nobody ever thought was going to be good or they couldn't make the um, the size me- measurables or any of that stuff. You know, I think about um, Kevin Green when I think about that because um, Kevin was a walk-on at Auburn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now he's in the Hall of Fame. You know, when I, in the little bit of time I got to spend with him, you know, I understood why his mindset was like nobody else that I've ever been around. And, uh, you know, all you get to ask for is opportunity, man. And, you know, once you get to the league, it's all about listening and, making the best of that opportunity. Mm, uh, what's film study like at the next level? I mean, I, former Auburn lineman King Dunlap, him and I are pretty good friends. We'd, we'd hang out in San Diego. He'd walk around with an iPad that just had, like, plays and things loaded on him. So he was always ready to look at film. What, what's film study like? The same way he told you. The <laughs> iPad, man. Walk around with the iPad because – you know, at the end of the night, like, you know, I, my routine is I put my kids to sleep and, you know, I go I go right back to it. I'm sitting down with my notebooks, uh, just trying to, 
you know, get get the advantage on somebody, to be honest, man. You know, you watch so much, you take so much time. And, you know, for so long in college, it was all about, like, hey, I know what's coming because I practice it so much. But in the league, it's a little bit different because as the season goes on, the practice is toned down and you 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 see it, you know, visually you see it, but, like, it also comes from, you know, mentally being able to understand it and only with film that that comes through time. All right. So you, you said you do get an opportunity uh, when it's not a late game to keep up with the team. Um, what what are your thoughts on how the defense looks right? Have, have you had an opportunity? Like, did you see a day or, you know, what what do you think about this Auburn defense coming into this next season? Do you have any thoughts on them? Yeah, I did. I actually watched a day on my iPad. So uh, <laughs> I had to get it in. I had to watch it. Um, I'm very excited, you know, for the, you know, the future of the program uh, under Coach Harrison. Um, it, it, they do a lot of things different than, you know, how how we did it when we were there. But, you know, that, that all comes along with coaching staff. Um, you know, I, it seems like, you know, you got a team that's, that's uh, you know, branded around the coach right now. And, you know, through, you know, all the things that, you know, happened in the, the last few months, you know, you still got, you got guys sticking up for them. So, I mean, you got, you got a culture down there of guys that care about their coach. So, I mean, you start, I kind of see it because, you know, when I, when I talk to people and, uh, you know, I hear different things and this and that, you know, I hear the kids love them. So, I mean, it's, it's one of those things of once you get your players to believe that you care about them, then, you know, you'll see success. And, you know, that's when I go back, when I talk about the 2019, you know, not just the defense, like the team, um, you know, we, we cared about, you know, our coach's job, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was important for us to go out and play good, you know, because like, you know, like I said, like that was our family. Mm. Uh, did they call you the president? Were you the president in college? Was that your nickname or baby Barack? Yeah, that's something Sean Davis gave me when I was, like, uh, <laughs> I was, I was younger. That was before Sean was still with us. Um, sophomore, or, sophomore or junior, one of the two. Mm. Uh, and has Coach Harson reached out to you to to maybe come back and talk to the team or just be around the program? Yeah, I've actually, you know, I've been around a few times. Um, I haven't got a chance to get around much this year. It's been a been a whole whirlwind of a year mm. for me, and uh, you know, I just I haven't got a chance to get down there lately. But um, I spent some time down there last year. You know, hopefully with the break after camp, I'll get a chance to sneak down there and see a game. Derek, I want to talk to you a little bit about what your routine is like now in the NFL. You've gone from being a college athlete to now being a professional at your craft at the next level. So is it, can you describe the difference in, in workouts and routines? Uh, it feels like a lot of stuff was structured for you in college. Is it more stuff on your own? Like what kind of support systems does the team give you guys to uh, get your stuff done? Yeah. I mean, you know, I think about it like it's college, man. I mean, you just don't have class. You have work. So, I mean, it's it's the same thing. I mean, you know, you get in there at six. And, you know, the thing about college and you know, NFL, you go to class, you know, you kind of get a break, see different scenery. But in the NFL, like, that's work. So, you know, you get in at six and, you know, you probably won't go home until, you know, four or five. Um, it's all about, you know, watching film and taking care of your body. Um, you know, they put the things in place for you to be able to do it. It's about if you want to do it or not. Um, I just know from – you know, when I was a rookie, I was, you know, I was, I was fresh legs. You know, I was young. I see those older guys in the locker room in the cold tub to like five or six o'clock at night. I'm like, nah, ain't no way. And then last year, like week eight, I was like, nah, I need to get in there with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, 
you talk about your brothers. I know you and uh, one guy in particular had a very unique relationship. Uh, coming back, both as seniors, both had opportunities to leave junior year, and that's Marlon Davidson. Now you guys are on rival teams in the same division, right? Mm -hmm. He's a he's a Falcon. You're a, a Panther, NFC mm -hmm. South. How is it like when you guys get an opportunity to play one another? What's the trash talk like? How are you and Marlon Davidson jawing at each other um, when it's coming to those two games a year? Man, it's fun. Um, you know, just being able to sit there and just, you know, we talk junk a little bit, but, uh, you know, it's all love after the game. Um, you know, whether we're here, you know, you look up, you know, see my family up in the box and, you know, whether I'm in Atlanta and you know, his family the same. Um, it's, it's just special to be able to do it, you know, with people that, you went through the war with, you went through the fight with, and, uh, you know, to see the reward on the other side, man, it's, it's a special feeling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, tell me a little bit about uh, the toughest guy you've gone up against, Derek, so far in your professional career. Like, is there any person that, you know, you were like, man, that was a tough, that was a tough assignment? I, I can think of a few. Um, you know, I, I give credit to, you know, really everybody we play against because, in the league, man, it's it's no weak link. Like it's the best athletes mm -hmm. in the world. So every time you go to go against somebody, it's like you know, it's you better bring your A game because you know they're gonna embarrass you. To be honest, I mean, you know, especially the older guys who know all the old tricks, man. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's second nature to them at this point because you know they got the upper hand. They've been in here longer. They 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 probably those guys you know has got those books on you and just you know. I'm only now feel like I'm starting to get to the point, you know, where I'm comfortable in the system and, you know, I'm not having the stress and, you know, such things like that because, you know, over time, you know, it took me that to build that over time. And, um, you know, it's just become one of those things now where, you know, I just want to line up and play ball. Is there a lot of trash talk down there in the line? I mean, it can be sometimes. Uh, I, I can't think of, any particular time where it's just gotten crazy. But, uh, you know, sometimes here and there, you, you find a few. Well, Derek, you got to play with uh, one of the greatest Auburn Tigers of all time this year, Cam Newton. He came home to Carolina uh, for a little bit. Uh, what's it like being on a team with a guy with as big a personality and persona as Cam? Uh, I would say this, you know, about him. You know, I feel like, you know, I think the world thinks one way of him, but, you know, Behind closed doors, you know, he, he's a he, he's a completely humble dude. Um, you know, I think people think, you know, a certain way about about him because, you know, he, he is that he is a superstar. I mean, if we're being honest, I mean, lead, former league MVP, you know, played in the Super Bowl. I mean, you know, those things are special. You know, he's done things a lot of people won't ever get to achieve. And, uh, you know, I think even when he got there, man, I, it was, you know, it was cool just to be around him because, you know, the things that he brought to the table and, the attitude that he came to work with every day. Okay, so um, can can you give me just your favorite memory from your playing days at Auburn? Is there like a, a yeah. game, a moment in particular where you were like, "Man, this is this is one of the ones that I'm a, I'm gonna remember forever." I got two uh, actually. Okay. Um, you know, I remember when we played UGA 2017, and they were ranked the number one team in the country. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I remember just sitting in the hotel all day and like hearing people on college game day talking about they're gonna beat the brakes off of us. And um we ended up beating them forty one seventeen that night, you know, we ended up losing to the in the SEC championship. So, you know, that sucked. But, you know, that night was a special night. Um 
And then I think 2019 when we beat Alabama, that was my, my last ever game in Jordan Hare. And, uh, mm. you know, that was one hell of a way to go out. And, uh, you know, that's one that we talked about all week. <laughs> I think uh, that was the same week, you know, I was, I was in the hotel and Coach Malzahn asked me to, you know, address the team. We were doing the senior leadership address the team before every game. And uh, I got down to the last week and I was like, cool, he's going to skip me. I just go out here and play. I ain't got to worry about this. <laughs> and uh, right before I got to come downstairs, Coach Malzahn said, I want you to talk to the team. And, you know, I just felt like, you know, I just spoke on my, I spoke on my heart. And, you know, from that moment on, I think everybody felt what I was feeling. And, you know, we went out there and did our thing and was – Able to get that last victory because, you know, that was special, man. That was seeing night. Son, I had my son, my family, my mom, my wife, uh, everybody out on the field. It was it was a special time for me. And, uh, you know, now I'm just like, geez, geez, man, it's crazy to look back on it. Yeah. I, told mm. him, I was talking look. to Daniel Thomas over there. I was telling him, I was like, man, we old now. <laughs> we old. <laughs> don't forget about it. We old. And, uh, so you beat Alabama twice. Yeah, because you got the dub in 2017 and in 2019 Mm -hmm. going into the 2019 game. Was that an experience that you drew on that you talked to the team about? Like, you know, because I mean, you got you beat two number one teams back to back that year and Georgia and Alabama to close the regular season. In 2019, you go in. Nobody's expecting much of Auburn. You got a freshman quarterback, uh, but you got a great defense and. Was it a thing where you were just drawing on that experience for 2017 and telling the guys, like, listen, we could we could beat these guys? Uh, you know, I, I don't even think it was necessarily having any doubt that we could win the game. Uh, you know, it was when we could go out there, we knew it was a physical, hard battle. Uh, they had just lost – they had just lost two or a few weeks before. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as you can see, Matt was a first-round pick. So they, <laughs> they, they lost no, no, uh, no, no deficiency in quarterback play at the time. So it was um, – you know, I just, you know, talking to the team, man, like, you know, like, you know, at that point in the season, you know, that's what we the guess game 12. But you're not, you're not a freshman no more. You know what I'm saying? You know how to command the offense. You know what to do. And, you know, defense, you know, we're going to do what we got to do. And, um, you know, that's how we looked at it. You know, the offensive line felt the same way. You know, I mean, once you, once your big dogs up front feel, feel the same and everybody's passion and heart is into it like that. Well, you're not gonna go out here and get embarrassed, and you you know what it what's on the line. I mean, it's that that's a special feeling. Well, Derek, uh, I want to close the interview. Um, just thanking you for taking some time to sit and talk with us about your time at Auburn, and you know what's going on with you in the NFL. Uh, we're wishing you big things this upcoming 2022 season. Go out there and knock them dead, brother. Appreciate y'all for having me, man. I appreciate that. Well, that's it for another great edition of Building Rapport with our guy Derek Brown. Look, if you want more content like this, please hit like and subscribe. We are the War Report on most social media platforms. TW four on TikTok. Guys, we're signing off and as always, War Eagle. War Eagle. War Eagle.